the college basketball experience, Ohio Valley conference preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is DFS simplified. Head over to PricePicks.com and use the promo code SGP for a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Yes, Better Fantasy is a new free to play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet head to head on the matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's better fantasy, B E T T O R fantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. This is my team, Cleese, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it rock. Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience, Ohio Valley conference preview. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. And we are talking Ohio Valley conference. Come to the land down under. Well, I, we, I'll be uh, here every day, six days a week, pretty much uh, doing the best college basketball plays of the day. So stick around, subscribe to the college basketball experience. And also remember to subscribe to the college football experience. We talk college football year round over there. We talk college football year or college basketball year round over here. All right. And then we're talking Ohio Valley. Do I need to say more here? Let's just let go. This is the Ohio Valley Conference, right? You gotta love the OVC. Now, obviously, some teams are gone. The conference realignment has been wild, but Belmont and Murray State are still in this conference, and both those teams have a rich history of pulling off some upsets in the NCAA tournament and being just a damn good team in the Ohio Valley Conference. And it's exciting to have some of these other teams. Austin P, the governors, gotta love the governors. They weren't that bad that long ago. Uh, Tennessee State, Tennessee Tech, Southeast Missouri State, SIU Edwardsville, Moorhead State, Eastern Illinois, UT Martin, all these teams in this conference. It's a fun conference. So sit back as we break this thing down. Now, 
if you're a first time listener, like I said, six days a week, we will be here on the college basketball experience, talking best bets, subscribe, tell a friend. But if you're a first time listener, you want to know, um, perhaps we're breaking, we broke down all the conferences. We're breaking down all of them. Um, so subscribe to the college basketball experience, tell a friend, and we're going to start off alphabetically. And then I'll go through the pecking order on how I think things will shake out in the OVC. And we'll start with, uh, well, I mean, the Ohio Valley has just been a very good conference over the years. It really has. Um, and Belmont keeps one of the best mid-major programs. And I'm excited to watch that Belmont, Ohio game. And uh, just throughout the season, Belmont's a team that returns a ton. And uh, this is a conference. Like I said, it's been deep Murray state Remember, John Morant was there. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is a, uh, they almost went pretty far in the tournament. If memory serves me correct. So uh, keep an eye out there as, uh, as both those teams should be pretty strong again in, in the, in the OVC. And there's some, a few other teams that I think could surprise in the OVC. So, you know, uh, so I'll go alphabetically here and then, uh, and then uh, I'll give you the, what I think is the projected order of the, uh, of the conference. After that, now I will first tell you that the Vegas odds for the winning the conference is Belmont plus one twenty five, Murray State plus two twenty five, Moorhead State plus three hundred, uh, Tennessee Tech plus seven fifty, Tennessee State plus a thousand, Southeast Missouri State plus seventeen fifty, Austin P plus thirty three hundred, Eastern Illinois Tony Romo's alma mater plus ten thousand, SIU Edwardsville plus ten thousand. NUT Martin plus 12,000. Um, so let's, let's do this damn thing, right? Let's knock it out. Um, when it comes to the Ohio Valley conference, the first letter in the alphabet happens to be a Austin P to governors, Nate James's bunch, um, Nate James, former, former Duke blue devil. Um, and needs to, he's a brand new coach here. So it'll be interesting to watch Austin P with uh, the direction of Nate James. Now, does that mean year one probably take a step back? Probably they lose Terry Taylor, Jordan Adams, Mike peak and Reginald Gee. Um, But they return Carlos pays at the point guard spot, nine points a game. Payez maybe uh, how you pronounce that thing for assist. Then it's kind of a uh, Alec Woodard is back at the two. Elton Walker at the three, those three have gotten some burn over the past, uh, you know, year in with the governors. They also have DJ PV back on the, uh, coming off the bench, fifth year senior and Corbin merit. Um, they were active in the transfer portal, uh, bringing in uh, Oregon state transfer Tariq silver. And I think that's one you want to circle. Cause he might get some solid burn with the governors this year. Also Fresno state transfer Asane uh, Diafu. Uh, from Fresno State, seven two, giving them some much needed size. And these mid majors, it's hard to find size sometimes. Uh, Cam Copeland coming in from Charleston, where he averaged six points a game, senior. That was a, a very good get, I think, for Nate James. And then Caleb Stone uh, Carowell from Charlotte, redshirt sophomore, just two points a game his freshman year. Um, and then you got a JUCO transfer and Noel Scott. Um, Couple other freshmen, Elijah Hutchins Everett and Drew Calderon. Perhaps they can work themselves into the mix. 
with the governors all to be said though. Uh, all things to be said. I think they're a team to take a step back year one. It's going to be interesting to watch Nate James. We've seen some of these uh, Duke assistants have great success. Chris Collins uh, took Northwestern to the to the NCAA tournament for the first time ever. I believe um, Johnny Dawkins has had success at UCF. Um, Bobby Hurley had success at Buffalo and somewhat a little bit of success at Arizona state. Um, Tommy Amaker at Harvard, you know, you've seen some, uh, Mike Bray at Notre Dame. So a lot of times these assistants work out. Occasionally you'll have Jeff Cable. I know he's had his struggles, but don't forget Jeff Cable had success before it was just a while ago. I know he's struggling. Uh, he struggled at Oklahoma and he's struggling at Pitt. We'll see how he does this year. But in general, I think uh, more times than not, they've been successful at becoming a head coach. So keep an eye out on Nate James and, and Austin P. I think they're probably middle of the pack. Middle of the pack in the OVC. Next up, though, we talk Belmont. They are loaded. Casey Alexander's bunch. Wow. Um, they lost nobody. So I would think this team will be loaded. They returned five guys who averaged double digits, led by Nick Musininski, their big man, 6'11, super senior, 15 points a game, six boards. Him. Um, Luke Smith, Ben Shepard, Grayson Murphy, Jacoby Wood. Those are five guys that averaged double digits a season ago. They're all back. And then you also have Caleb Hollander at the four spot, super senior as well, averaged nine and a half points a game. They are six deep. And then after that, they even got other guys that got a lot of burn. Evan uh, Bronze as a freshman averaged four points a game. Uh, EJ Bellinger, Jr., averaged three points a game a season ago. Uh, same with Tate Pearson and Frank Ju- Jubasek. Uh, six eight sophomore. Uh, you also have Derek Saban and uh, and Michael Shanks. All got burned. They're breaking in a couple freshmen as well. But Belmont should be rolling in this conference. I really believe that. I think they're going to be a mid major that could potentially get an outright bid. We'll see how that shakes out. See how the schedule lines up for Belmont. But um, I do think they are the team to beat. And with with Eastern Kentucky leaving the conference, with Jacksonville State leaving the conference. Um, it seems to be them or Murray state. I think that, that, uh, that are in contention to win this thing. So getting a break there is Belmont. Um, but you know, Belmont's headed to the Missouri Valley. So that, that's going to fit in nice when that happens. OVC going to have to uh, figure some things out. Maybe Murray state, uh, ends up running away with this thing year after year down the line, but Belmont is loaded and primed for another run. I expect them to win the conference. I'm already giving you it. I already given you it. Um, next up is the Panthers of Eastern Illinois and Eastern Illinois is a team that I think, uh, well, they got their work cut out for them, but Hey, Marty Simmons, uh, they brought in a slew of transfers. First off, this team was depleted with COVID problems a season ago. So it's hard to gauge. But uh, I'm counting, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven transfers coming in. Hard to really project a team <laughs> with that many transfers, but they do return uh, Kashan Charles, uh, fifth year senior uh, at the guard spot, eight points a game. Him and Henry Abraham, the other guard spot, it was, in his freshman year, had five and a half points a game, showed some real promise. 
Um, they also returned uh, super senior big man, Sammy Friday, nine points a game, five boards. Th- those three uh, going to need to really step up. Um, uh, also on the bench, uh, Barlow El Ruzo senior average three and a half points a game. He's going to be needed to, to step up and Micah uh, Snyder's the six, four uh, redshirt sophomore who averaged a point a game. He's going to be needed on the bench. I mean, unless some of these transfers really pan out, I think when you look at the the big transfer that they got, Miles Baker coming in from Central Connecticut State, who averaged about ten points a game with Danielle Marshall's bunch, then they go to the Illini, the Fighting Illini, and get uh, Jermaine Hamlin, a, a guy who averaged a point a game, six ten senior. That height was is going to help. It's going to help. Also in the JUCO route, they land uh, Kawan Clements. Keep an eye out on him. I think he's going to get some solid burn on this team. And Elijah Wood comes in from Nebraska, just his freshman year last year at Nebraska, average just about just a shade under a point. But he was only a freshman. You got to expect that. They also go out in the JUCO ranks and get C.J. Lane and Chris Robinson. We'll see how that uh, that works out for them. It's hard to get a gauge on the Panthers, so I'm going to just going to take a, a stab and say they're going to be towards the back based off of uh, roster turnover, but. Um, Hey, um, you got, you got a new coach <laughs> that that's exciting. And you got a bunch of transfers coming in. It, it, it's gotta be a little bit exciting if you're a, a Panther fan. So keep an eye on an Eastern Illinois as uh, the Missouri or with, as the Ohio Valley heats up. Maybe they're a team through the year. They'll get better and better. Um, next up though, we will be talking Morehead State. This is a team. I believe they open up against Auburn. Um, and I think if if there's going to be a team that could surprise, it might be this team. It might be this team. Uh, Preston Sprodlin's bunch. This is one you circle. Potential, potential dark horse in this conference here. And I think a lot of that reason is they bring in Trey Hollowell from Wofford. I was surprised he transferred here. I was actually shocked that he left Wofford where he averaged 11 points a game. He's a, he's a fifth year senior to go to Moorhead state. Didn't make a lot of sense to me. We'll see how it shakes out at Moorhead, but they also return uh, Skylar Potter who averaged 12 points a game and uh, Johnny broom who averaged 14 points a game, nine boards. So perhaps Moorhead could really be a contender in this conference. Uh, they also brought in Wright state transfer Jalen hall who averaged about nine and a half points a game with Wright state. Uh, they also brought in uh, a Juco transfer in Tyshawn Claude keep an eye out on him. He could be a, a impact player for them this year. And they bring back freshman t- uh, Taylon uh, Cooper at the point spot, eight points a game for assist. Keep an eye out on him. Also uh, they brought in a Lipscomb transfer in Jake Wolf who averaged seven points there and another Juco transfer in Tucson Redding. They got a, a couple other guys on the bench. They got some burn Jalen Seabree. Uh, C- LJ Bryan, Julius Dixon, and Drew Thelwell. Perhaps those will give them a nice bench. Um, I think they could be in contention for the Ohio. I mean, I think Belmont is your play in Murray State, but I think if there's if there was ever going to be another team that uh, that's that that came into this uh, conference race and perhaps stole a bid to the NCAA tournament, it would probably be the likes of Moorhead State. Um, next up, let's talk. The racers, Murray state. We, we, we referenced them earlier. This is one from Matt, Matt McMahon. Um, can they make up? They lost Chico Carter and Desmond Robinson, but they also were very active in the transfer portal. Cause that's what you need to be. Especially if you're one of these mid majors, 
They returned two key pieces, Tevin Brown and KJ Williams, KJ Williams, six ten senior 16 points a game, nine boards, Tevin Brown, uh, fifth year, senior 15 points a game, six boards. Those two are huge gets. And then they, the transfer portal, like I said, they kind of won the transfer portal to me. Um, bring or uh, bringing in, I think the the one you want to circle is Carter Collins from Davidson, 11 points a game, fifth year senior from Davidson. Kind of shocked. He left Davidson to go to Murray state. Um, also bring in Jordan Skipper Brown from Eastern Illinois, uh, who averaged 10 points a game there. Fifth year senior as well, as well as uh, uh, Trey Hannibal from South Carolina, where he averaged six points a game on the bench there with the uh, Gamecocks. They also went out, got a Juco transfer, Elijah Farr. Keep an eye out on him. He might get some decent minutes and also a Southern transfer and DJ Burns averaged nine points a game with Southern. And they they have an experienced bench. Justice Hill leads that way at uh, just about six points a game. The junior guard, um, him, Daquan Smith, Deontay Bosnick, uh, uh, Jackson Silvis. Those guys all got burned. Matt Smith, Nicholas McMullen. They all got burned. So I expect the racers to be right there in this contention to win the Ohio Valley conference. Um, so give it up for the racers. Could they be back dancing, causing havoc potentially? Um, next up is SIU Edwardsville. Now this is one that you say, okay, can they get this thing rolling some? Can they get it rolling some? Because eh, things haven't been great uh, at SIU recently, but they're another one that I guess Brian uh, Bronze Bunch. Could they get something going? The backcourt of Courtney Carter and Carlos Curtis experienced. Uh, I'm sure you'd like to see a little more scoring out of them this year, but uh, that's nice to bring back some some seniors uh, in, in some senior guard play. They also bring in another guard and Sean Doss. Keep an eye out on him. Arkansas Pine Bluff was terrible last year, but he is a fifth year senior, average 16 points a game, six boards um, with Pine Bluff. At the front court, a little bit of concern, but they're led by Shamar Wright, a, a junior, a six seven junior, nine points a game, about five boards, as well as Lamar Wright, uh, seven points per game. Uh, and I like I like the the bench is, is looking all right. Cameron Williams was a guard on the bench that he might still start um, nine points a game. Uh, they also have Desmond Polk at the guard spot uh, for the bigs. Michael uh, Mattis is is a guy that uh, probably will get some burn, as well as. Uh, uh, Alaku Ize, six ten junior. They also brought in a JUCO transfer in Dijon Pruitt and uh, Rayshon Taylor. Um, keep an eye out on those, and uh, we'll see how the freshmen work out. But I actually think they're going to be a little improved this year. They'll be a little improved, but I don't think they're they're ready to contend for a OVC championship. Now this next team. This is an interesting team because uh, I feel like not long ago they were playing at a much better level. I'm talking about Southeast Missouri State. Um, Brad Corn's bunch. He is sitting there, and I actually kind of like what they return. I think you want to talk about another sneaky team that could be a tough out. I think he might be able. To, he's just entering year two, and I think they might have something there. I think they might have something there. They, they lost Darius Agnew, but they brought in a couple guys. First off a Juco transfer, Chase Thompson, and then a St. Louis transfer and Phillip Russell. But the rest is just remaining talent. The Russell and Thompson are going to be bench players. I think when you look at the team and the fact you bring back Chris Harris, a fifth year, senior 12 points a game, Eric Reed at the guard, a senior 11 points a game. 
your your uh, your big uh, your guard forward in uh, Nane uh, Akenton at uh, nine and a half points a game. Also, your point guard DQ Nicholas at nine points a game. Those four are great to have back. You also bring back big man Manny Patterson six points a game, just about. And then uh, Nolan Taylor, a fifth year senior, at nine points a game. It's good to bring that. I, I think that's a great six man rotation that could be solid in this conference. And you also got some more experience on that bench. Uh, Nigel Russell, Nate Johnson, Dylan Branson, Parker Long, all have gotten minutes and burn. If the St. Louis transfer Philip Russell plant pans out, that could really help. And same with the Juco transfer and Chase Thompson bringing in one freshman and Adam Larson. We'll see how that works out. But I think uh, Southeast Missouri state might be a solid player in the conference this year. I don't think they're going to be con- in contention, but it, they, I can see them in the middle of the pack tough out um, getting it done. So uh, next up we talk Tennessee state, Eddie George, the new football coach of Tennessee state. This is one to watch uh, Penny Collins, the coach here. Now they lose Mark Freeman, Josh Linder and Ravel Moody, but transfer portal heavy, absolutely transfer portal heavy. They returned two key players on this team though. And that is Marcus Fitzgerald at, at just about 13 points a game. And Shaquem Johnson at about 12 points a game, the six, seven fifth year senior. Those two are great to have back. You also bring back a couple uh, bench players and Monty Joe Hall and Evan Joyner. Besides that though, um, <laughs> it's transfer. I mean, well, first off you get Carlos Marshall back. He was out last year, six, six, uh, fifth year, senior 12 points a game. So you've got three, three players with continuity there. Then you go out in the transfer portal. You, you, you bring in a uh, Purdue big man, Emmanuel Duanu. Uh, six ten. The height will help. Also, a uh, I know he just got one and a half points a game at, with the Boilermakers, but still uh, getting Kenny Cooper from Western Kentucky, fifth year senior. I think he could pan out. A Georgia transfer and Christian Brown, who averaged just shy of five points a game with the Bulldogs. Missouri Valley transfer and Illinois State guy Diedrich Boyd. I think that guy could be a, a great get for Tennessee State, as well as Samford transfer Jalen Dupree at eight points a game. Uh, they also got Kasim Nicholson from UAB who averaged seven points a game. I think the depth is there um, when you add in Joe Hall and Joyner to that bench, and then a couple JUCOs in David Acosta and TJ Bartholomew. I think Tennessee State could be middle of the pack and, and perhaps being a little bit better than what people think. Um, so give it up for Tennessee State. After that, we go Tennessee Tech. John Pelfrey's bunch. Um, Demaria Franklin is gone. They return though. Their backcourt is, is really good. Junior clay and Keyshawn Davidson are back and they average about 28, 28 and a half points a game. That's great. You're also bringing in a Jacksonville transfer in Deontay wood who averaged 12 points a game with the dolphins. Those three could really make for a great guard setup there now. And even on the bench, John, Pet- John Petway from South Alabama, he averaged 11 points a game with the Jaguars there. I like the guard play on this team. It's really the front court can Kenny white and Shannon Goldman and perhaps uh, look at, at Danny Ramsey, a, a Xavier transfer. Can they, and Marcus Hopkins on that bench, can the front court pick it up? Also Amadou Siala. Uh, can those, those five really need to need to step it up. And I think that'll be the tell uh, for the season for, for Tennessee tech will be if the, if those can, if those five can do it. They also bring in a transfer from Arizona state, Caleb Christopher at the guard spot. They also bring back CJ Gettlefinger 
at the guard spot as well as, uh, as, as Dane quest four points a game a season ago and Austin Harville, uh, or Harvell, I should say. Um, I think, I think they're solid. They're solid in the middle of the pack and they could be a tough out for some of these teams night in night out. Um, after that final team on the, on the slate here is the Skyhawks of U T Martin. Um, this is one where you say, okay, they are basically bringing in a brand new team. It's rare. You see this. I know the transfer portal is crazy. Um, they basically got rid of everybody. <laughs> it's going to be hard to forecast this team. Um, it's a brand new team. There's no one that played for them last year on this team. Zero. Zero. So hard to forecast what we got here. They brought in David Dienko from Georgia Tech. They brought in a D2 transfer who lit it up on the D2 ranks with Darius Simmons. Uh, a North Florida transfer, Josh Endicott. Maybe he ends up starting for him nine points a game. A Florida inter- international transfer, Bernie Andre, a, uh, South Alabama transfer, KK Curry, and a uh, a Troy transfer in KJ Simon. Also another uh, UAB transfer in in Kobe Jeffries. Two JUCO transfers, Michael Henderson, Chris Nix, and uh, actually a third one, Dylan uh, Pumpin. And four freshmen. <laughs> I'm going to pick them to be last just because I have no fucking idea. Welcome to college basketball in 2021. Um, all right. Here comes the peck in order folks. I think, I think it's, it's, it's pretty easy in this conference compared to, to, to guessing the pecking order in other conferences. I think this one is the one that's easiest so far, probably. Um, well, maybe, maybe the WCC would be on that level too, but uh, I'm going Belmont one. Murray state two, Moorhead state three at the four spot. I am going to take a flyer on Southeast Missouri state to come up at five. I'm going Tennessee state at six, Tennessee tech at seven, Austin P at eight. I'm going to take a flyer on Eastern Illinois at nine SIU Edwardsville at 10 UT Martin. All right, folks, this is the college basketball experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Remember Ohio Valley conference preview, but we previewed all the conferences. So go check them out. All right. This is the college basketball experience. Remember to subscribe to the college football experience as well and get that SGPN app for free. All right. That, that app provides all of our picks. We've been handicapping every single college basketball division one game and college football division one game for the past four years. Never had a losing season. You'll get all of our picks for free. You'll get all of our bonus episodes, all of our guest appearances. Bill Burr was talking college basketball with us all last March. Uh, Mike Leach is on the show talking college football, Steve Lavin, college basketball. Just come on, get in there, have some fun. All right, folks, uh, download that SGPN app. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D. If you give us a five-star review, take a screenshot, show me that at, at on Twitter at the Colby D and I will send you a college basketball experience t-shirt. How about that? All right. The college basketball experience new to Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast networks on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them all a follow. Check that all out. All right. Check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast as well. All right, folks, this is the college basketball experience. Ohio Valley style. Can I say that right? Ohio Valley style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.